0: Welcome to the Kingdom Life Podcast, a teaching outreach of Andy Green Ministries. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, we would ask that you please rate, review, and share it with others so it will be a blessing to them. Stay tuned after the episode for important updates and announcements from Andy Green Ministries. Now here's Andy with today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Life Podcast. I'm glad that you're back with us today and I know that it's been a little while since I've I've uh, posted something or, um, you know, recorded something, a new podcast, and it's been a little while. I'm going to try my best to start getting consistent with that again. You know how life goes, you know, with its tosses and turns, you know, and everything and it gets busy and, and all that good stuff. So um, we're back now and everything's kind of stabilized, so I should be able to uh, put one out a week like I was hoping to do before. So um, we're planning on getting back on track with that. I want to thank you to all those who have stayed, um, faithful and listening. And, um, I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you, uh, and that you're getting and getting something from it and growing from it and all that good stuff. So again, thanks for being back with us. Uh, it really helps, you know, if you share and, and help spread the word about it, so that way other people can, can listen in and, um, you know, learn kingdom life principles as they are following Jesus. So, um, uh, we're going to get started here and jump into this next lesson. I'm going to do one more lesson on healing. Uh, just to kind of finish off, this will be our third one. Remember first we talked about the woman with the issue of blood and, um, she had kind of interjected the next one we did. And that was the story of Jairus's daughter. Uh, we, we've seen, you know, both of them received healing in a different way. You know, the woman with the issue of blood, she wanted to get in and get out, you know, without anybody knowing, she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, then I'll be healed. And, uh, you know, she continuously said that to herself, built her faith on that. And as soon as she touched his garment, she was healed. And then, uh, Jairus on the other hand, um, you know, Jesus had just pulled up, uh, they had just gotten back and, uh, Jesus gotten out of the boat and was walking and Jairus went to him and he said, if you'll just lay your hand on my daughter, then she will be whole. And so, um, you know, many times Jesus says, according to your faith, let it be done. And so we see, you know, according to the woman's faith, uh, you know, he told her daughter, your faith has made you whole according to your faith. And so we know that her faith was based on if she could touch the hem of his garment. And then Jairus said, if you'll come and put your hand on my daughter. So that's where his faith was. Um, In this situation, we're going to look at the healing of the centurion's servant um and we're going to see that no hand was laid on um there was no point of contact in this one. Jesus doesn't necessarily say in this situation that you know according to your faith, but we can see from the story that you know it was how his faith had said. So uh there's a few different accounts of this, you know, in the gospels. I'm going to read Luke chapter 7 verses 1 through 10 uh, that's where we're going to find this, this story at. And, you know, you can find it in other places in Matthew and I believe in Mark as well. And so usually whenever I do something like this, you know, I try to harmonize the gospels and, and take my notes from there. Uh, but as you're studying, as you're reading, you know, look at all the accounts from, you know, from the different perspectives, you know, from all the writers, because, you know, they don't change drastically, but there's a couple things that you might get, from one that you don't get another like for instance luke was we know that luke was a physician and uh so we know that sometimes he gets more detailed on the healings and um the problems you know different things like that and um so there's different things that you can glean from as you study kind of the the harmony between all the stories and and the amazing thing is, is they never contradict each other We're going to look at something here where, you know, some people might try to say there's a contradiction, but there's really not. And and we'll explain that as we go along. But in Luke chapter 7, starting in verse 1 from the New Living Translation, it says, When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people, he returned to Capernaum. At that time, a highly valued slave of a Roman officer was sick and near death. And when the officer heard about Jesus, he sent some respected Jewish elders to ask him to come and to heal his slave. So they earnestly begged Jesus to help the man. If anyone deserves your help, he does, they said, for he loves the Jewish people and even built a synagogue for us. Then verse 4, Jesus went with them. But just before they arrived at the house, the officer sent some friends to say, Lord, don't trouble yourself by coming to my home, for I'm not worthy of such an honor. I'm not even worthy to come and meet you. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under authority of the superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go or come and they come and If I say to my slaves do this they do it And when Jesus heard this he was amazed turning to the crowd that was following him He said I tell you I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel And when the officers friends returned to the house though, they found the slave completely healed so So as we go through this, we'll kind of break it down and and we'll take a look at what's going on here. First of all, um, you know, we mentioned that this is the healing of the centurion's servant. Uh, You know, a centurion in the Bible was a commander uh, with the rank of captain, and he had usually a hundred soldiers underneath him. Um, You know, in here it mentioned, you know, slave. It was a slave to the centurion. Um, I know some headings, and and like I mentioned before, it said servant, um, but in several writings it says slave, you know, but... Obviously, regardless of the, the place, you know, of, or the position that this slave or servant had, you know, he had a, a good standing with this officer, you know, because he took care of him. He was, he was concerned about his sickness and, and different things like that. So we can see that, you know, like I said, the, the officer was, you know, he's concerned for his healing, concerned about his servant. And so he's going to implore for Jesus, um, when he had heard of Jesus, notice we see this phrase again, you know, you're not going to have faith to go to Jesus if you haven't heard anything about Jesus. And so we, we, we see the woman uh, with the issue of blood, you know, she had heard of Jesus. And after she had heard of Jesus, she began to say within herself, you know, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. And so him, the, the, the Roman officer, when he hears of Jesus He says, you know, I've got to get to Jesus because he can do something. You know, we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God or the anointed word um, or the word of the anointed. And it helps grow that faith on the inside of us. So if we are needing something from the word, we have to build our faith in it. We have to hear hear and hear and hear and hear and let faith come and come and come and come. And so we're starting to see the hearings very important, you know, in all these different issues, because again, if they hadn't heard of Jesus, how are they going to know to get to him? And us, you know, being New Testament believers who are already, you know, we already have the Holy Spirit, you know, we're already born again. And um, we're looking back on what had happened to find out what's presently within us now. We look back and we, we see how Jesus ministered to people. But yet we already know. We already know that Jesus is healer. We already know that by his stripes we're healed. But yet it's still important for us to hear. Still important for us to hear over and over and over again to help us to build that on the inside of us, to help us to renew our mind to what the Word of God says. I'm just going to reference this real quick. Um, Luke chapter 5 verse 15. It talks about how great crowds came together. To hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Do you catch that? To hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So, you know, hearing a lot of times goes right along with healing. So if we want to be healed, we need to hear. We need that faith to grow on the inside of us. We need for it to be built up and we need for it to be established as part of who we are. As part of the redemption of Jesus Christ, you know, that that we are healed by his stripes. So one thing, um, going back to our story here, um, one of the things that's a little bit different in Matthew and Luke. In Matthew, it talks about how uh, the centurion went to Jesus. And here in Luke, it talks about how he sent friends or Jewish elders, if you read in certain... Um, translations he sent jewish elders and then matthew says the centurion came to jesus himself um, so there's something that we have to understand is you know here in a little bit we'll get to how the centurion talks about delegated authority you know whenever the centurion or the roman officer sends somebody in his name and he goes forward and, and he Uh, They're they're sent with a message. It's just like the centurion going himself. You know, they're not going to think about, you know, rebelling or or doing anything like that. I mean, you know, the centurion telling the Jewish elders or, you know, the friends or whoever it is to go and take this message to Jesus and go, go bid and become that's just like the centurion going to do in it. So we don't see a contradiction there. We just see the difference in the purpose of the writers and how the Holy Spirit orchestrates this in the writings to kind of help emphasize the delegation of authority. Um, you know, he obviously he had a good relationship with the Jewish people. You know, they talked about it. And that was one of the things that they said whenever they went to Jesus was, you know, hey, he deserves this you know, he's been good to us. He's built this synagogue and, and he's done this stuff for us. So he really deserves it, Jesus. And, and so if we're not careful, we can kind of get this idea of that the centurion earned it or he deserved it. So Jesus is really going because, you know, he deserves it, quote unquote, or because the centurion, you know, he's done all this stuff. So now God is required to do something for him. And, God, and, and folks, that is not how God offers. God is not a respecter of persons. God does not favor one person over another. If he does something for somebody, he's going to do it for me. Right? So God is fair. He is just. And, and one thing that he does for somebody, he's going to He do you know the same thing for us. And so just like it, it was Jesus who provided the, provided the healing for this servant, he provides the healing for us as well. So we have to keep that in mind that, you know, Jesus isn't going because he, because this servant earned it or because the, the Roman centurion earned it or anything like that. He's going because he loves people. He's moved with compassion and because he wants to help, you know, in Acts ten we've referenced this a lot where it talks about how Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power going around doing good, healing all those who were oppressed by the devil. So, you know, that's why Jesus healed because he was good because he he wants good in our lives and that's why we are healed today and why Jesus took those stripes on our back so that we could be healed because he loves us and really it's just as simple as that but I do find this interesting that you know this uh this centurion built the synagogue in Capernaum the same place where Jairus is the leader of it so it it, it leads us to believe that that's probably the same um synagogue that the centurion built that Jairus was the leader of you know that Jesus has has helped in in the last podcast that we talked about so just some interesting stuff there um but again you know the centurion sends the Jewish people out and he says you know go bid Jesus to come to lay the hand on the centurion um but now notice as Jesus is approaching the centurion's house the centurion sends people out there you know hey you know don't you know, you, I'm not worthy for you to come into the house. I just want you to speak the word only. Think about that. Just speak to all you have to do, Jesus, just say the word and it's going to be done. And Jesus marvels at this. And he says that, you know, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. And so in this, we see a correlation between faith and authority. You know, it takes faith to know that Jesus is, had authority over the sickness that is plaguing this this servant and he said I know that you can operate just like what I operate you know I know that you are in authority over sickness Jesus and all you have to do is tell it to go and it goes just like if I were to tell my soldiers go and it goes and and you know we I think we get I don't want to say discouraged but sometimes we wonder you know the bible talks about how And uh, James, you know, if we submit ourselves to God, we resist the devil and he'll flee. You know, we think sometimes, well, I resisted the devil and I don't think he left or anything like that. But clearly the Bible says that if we resist him, he has to flee. So one of two things happened. We either didn't resist him and he's still there nagging at us or two, we resisted him and he's fled and we're just going by feelings and not by faith and knowing that the word is true. And so I think sometimes, you know, I know I can, so I I would assume that other people would too, would take that idea of, you know, well, maybe it doesn't work and apply it here in this situation. Well, Jesus, what if you speak the word and you say, you know, be healed and then you go away and I go back and the servant's not healed. That wasn't even a question in the centurion's mind at this time. You know, he said that I know if you speak the word, then it's as good as done. And we have to get to that place. You know, this is another level of faith um, that, that we need to get to. You know, having our, having hands laid on us and getting ministered to that way, having the point of contact and everything, you know, that, that is certainly a method of being healed, but really it's the lowest method of being healed. You know, we can get to the place where we don't have to have anybody lay hands on us where well, we can just receive our healing, our own just through the Word of God, because the Word of God, you know, He sent His Word and healed us. And so that healing's already there in the Word. And so we can get spiritually mature enough to where we partake or we receive healing from that Word. And we don't have to go to somebody else. We don't have to go to somebody else and 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 have them them carry our burdens. You know, and I know it talks about um, in Galatians. You know, to bear one another burdens, and, and that's good. But we have to get to the place where we have where we stop relying on people so much, and we rely on God because God is big enough. You know, I mean, we, whenever we get spiritually mature enough to where we can go and you know. Lord, I have your word and I don't need anything else from you to know that I'm healed. I don't need this supernatural experience. I don't need to feel anything. I just know that I'm healed. You know, and and at this point in time, I can kind of give you an example um, just from my own life. You know, I've been dealing with a pain um, for the past couple weeks and I've been speaking to it every day, a couple times every day. And, you know, it just didn't seem like this thing was getting any better. And it starts to get frustrated, you know, after a while that you've been speaking to this thing over and over and over. And it's like, you know, you expect something to happen. You know, I wake up in the morning expecting the pain to be gone, but there it was. There it was. And, you know, it's just, you, you, but you continue to do it. And you, you know, you kind of put it off from your mind the best that you can. And, and so I think a lot of times right then, you know, after a first, you know, day or two of it not working, it's really easy to just give up and to give in right there and something i'm not going to teach now but you know maybe at some point whenever jesus talks about great faith little faith he's not talking about the amount of faith somebody has because remember if you have faith the size of a mustard seed you know you can say to this mountain move and it'll be moved. and so it's not the size or the amount of faith but it's the long how long will your faith stand how long can you persist in faith And so after the first couple of days, it's like, man, why isn't this thing leaving? And so right there, I have a choice to make. And I chose to continue to speak to it. You know, no, I'm not going to go run to a doctor. And I'm not saying doctors are wrong or anything like that. I am just, you know, for myself specifically, no, I'm not going to go run to a doctor. I'm just going to continue. I'm going to speak to it. I'm going to continue to meditate on the word and tell myself, remind myself that I'm healed. I'm going to continue to hear healing scriptures. And I'm just going to feed on it and feed on it until finally actually just this morning I woke up and I looked for the you know I looked for the pain to be gone and it's finally gone you know it went from yesterday feeling the same that it has the whole time to now all of a sudden this morning it's gone but if I would have quit way back then you know who knows what would have happened or or anything like that you know it I would probably still be in pain or I would have had to spend my money to go see a doctor to find out, you know, whatever was going on or whatever, or I could just sit, be patient, have faith, trust in the Lord, and just continue to speak to it because I know that the word is going to work. And so sometimes, you know, we do have to stay after things uh, and and say it more than once for it to happen. Now, if I would have spoke once to it, now it has to leave. I mean, it, you know, I speak to it, it has to go. But sometimes I need to speak to it again to remind myself that I've spoken to it. And so, you know, whenever we release our faith, you know, that faith is out there. We just need to leave it out there until it accomplishes what it is that we sent it out to do. Remember, God said that his word goes out and it's not going to return to him void. You see, we don't have to, we, we, we just can't quit on it. We don't have to give up on it just like god doesn't give up on his word and so if his word is going forth it's accomplishing what he sent it to do whether he sees it right away or not he's leaving it out there letting it accomplish what it needs to accomplish but the centurion here he knew that as soon as jesus said it it was done it was as good as done Because he said, just like my soldiers, you know, if if I tell them to do something, if I I say go, I know that it's just as good as done that they have went and they've done what I've told them to do. You know, being in the Navy myself, you know, whenever I was given an order from somebody above me, you know, it wasn't a question on whether that's going to get done or not. It's, hey, go do this. And then I stay and I do that thing until it's completely finished. And then I report back. You know, there is no talking back. There is no going and, uh, you know, just not doing it. I mean, it's not a question. You know, whenever there's an order given, that order gets done or there is some serious consequences. But we know with with spiritual law, you know, if it's spoken, then it has to come to pass. So uh, with, with the healing of the Centurion servant... You know, after he had said that to Jesus, you know, just speak the word only. And Jesus marvels at his faith. He said, I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. He's like, this is what I'm talking about, guys. Is everybody paying attention? Everybody watching this. And we know even for most of them, you know, at that point, they didn't get it anyways. And so, um, but I don't know about you, but I want to be less hard headed and I want to be less hard hearted um, and, and I want to get things. I want to take truths from the word of God and learn to apply them in my life and, and not just know them, not just, you know, know, know the truths or know the principles, but actually apply them and be a doer of the word. So that way, you know, I can really live out and be successful the way that God wants me to. Um, you know, I want to develop my faith like Jesus and, uh, I want to truly live the life that he has for me. So guys, I hope you got something out of this. I just want to say, you know, blessed to you guys. And, uh, I love you all. Again, I thank you for everybody who's following this and, su- and uh, supporting this. Um, you know, if you are getting something out of this, I ask that you share it. Uh, help somebody else get something out of this. And, uh, we, you know, we got a lot of cool things coming up for you guys. So, um, again, you know, kind of did the last three weeks on healing. And so next week we're going to move on to something a little bit different. Um, I, I think I know where I'm going, but I'm still going to spend some time praying about it and uh, seeking the Lord. So I love you guys again. Just thank you so much. Um, if there's anything we can do for you, don't forget to hit us up on the website, guys. My, my phone number's on the Facebook page. Um, you can message us on there, send prayer requests. If you need us to come minister, we'd be more than happy to, guys. We love you truly and genuinely, guys. Just anything we can do for you, we would do our absolute best to help. Have a great week, guys, and we'll see you back next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kingdom Life Podcast. Again, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share it with others. You can also help us be heard by rating it and leaving a review. For other resources, please visit www.andygreenministries.com. Thank you for listening.